Hi, this is Jonathan, and I play the human wizard, Jonathan the Magimuscular. Hi, I'm Jack. I play Trevancore, a half-elf Beastmaster Ranger. Hi, this is John. I play your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks. Hi, this is Julia. I play the rock gnome cleric, Bernice Q. Burns. And I am Lauren, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeon Drunks. Distinguished adventurers, last time on Dungeon Drunks. After a lot of diligent preparation, information gathering, and a night to relax, our heroes have arrived at the Neverwinter Academy training grounds. The grounds are far from the city, and the heralds have made sure they remain empty while they use the area as a safe place to spring their trap. A powerful fiend has put Travancore under a geese spell to prevent him from destroying an evil artifact. In an attempt to lure it into a direct confrontation and hopefully destroy it, Bernie has removed the spell as everyone else prepares for whatever happens next. Currently... They are all connected by a telepathic bond with Jonathan and Carlton hiding nearby in a tiny hut surrounded by snow. Travancore and his summoned giant eagles fly high up above as Bernie, riding her brave mastiff, is flanked by Travancore's black bear companion, Shadow, who stands near the tree line of the massive field where students used to practice their destructive magic. But what has just come out of the trees? Twisted nightmares, horse-like creatures with too many legs ending in bone spears, skull heads with holes in their faces topped by wicked horns and sharp spiked tails ready to sting. And that is where we begin tonight. Welcome to Dungeon Drunks. I'm your DM Lauren. You might know me as Oboe. And I have, even though it actually ended up being a warm day today, I have some Swiss Miss chocolate uh hot chocolate it's kind of warm chocolate now because it's been sitting for a few minutes but it is still delicious it's got a tiny little bit of baileys in it but it's mostly i was just craving chocolate and that was the only chocolate in the house and so i said all right i'm having hot chocolate even though it's almost may bernie what are you drinking i have a new beer we have been kind of doing like a stock up so it's been like i got this and was very excited and had to wait uh this is Kawartha Lakes, I think I'm pronouncing that right, K-A-W-A-R-T-H-A, Brewing Company, and if you live near there and know the company, please feel free to tell me how to say it correctly. It's their raspberry wheat beer. Okay, very excited. Gonna pour it into my favoritist mug. Mm. Okay, I like this a lot. Couple reasons. A, I think, well, there are some straight up like lambic beers, and often those taste like a soda, which is great, but also dangerous. So if you don't like beer, you like berry soda start with a lambic but this is like a nice mix it's got that kind of sweetness it's got that raspberry but it also is like a really good wheat beer underneath so it hits mm. you both at the same time so yes this is a good this is a this is a drink again a hundred percent also <laughs> as your resident doctor who's not a doctor i just want to remind everybody out there we're recording this it's the end of april i'm and i who knows when you guys will hear it but there are discussions about opening everything back up and you may be hearing people say that we overreacted. So I would just want to remind you that this is, you know, akin to jumping out of a plane with a parachute. If the parachute opens up correctly, then what you should do is you should gently coast to the ground to safety. You should not decide that your parachute was an overreaction to sky and cut the cord. An overreaction to sky might be my, my favorite metaphor so far. That'll be my new tabaxi name. <laughs> overreaction to over sky. sky. <laughs> yeah. That's a really you good You can call me name. over. <laughs> Writing prompt unlocked. 
please feel free to use overreaction to sky as whatever you want to use it as name writing prop but no i'm serious this is actually um if you would like more and better information this was from sawbones uh she originally made that analogy or found it from someone else but it's a great analogy we're coasting gently to the ground but if we cut the cord now we'll hurt ourselves and I can tell you that even if you cut the cord 20 feet above the ground, you will end up in the ICU with every single bone in your leg shattered like my father did many years ago. So Ugh. I know firsthand just how close you need to fucking be to the ground. You need to be on the ground. Well then, Travancore, what are you drinking? Good people of Faerun. Travancore's choice this evening is the last of the Blake's Hard Cider Company's Triple Jam. You got some strawberry, you got some blackberry, you got some raspberry, and please note it is 6.5% alcohol by volume, so don't get cider ninja That's Ooh. some Canadian levels of uh, alcohol. Yeah, not water here. This ain't water. <laughs> this ain't no water. <laughs> uh, Jonathan, what are you drinking? Hey, this is Jonathan. I play Jonathan the Magic Muscular, and tonight I am drinking a... Uh, what is this? This is a rum and coke. I poured it during our last game of, um, what were we playing? Dead of Winter. And <gasps> I, I've been drinking all day. And playing games all day, I've which is a good drinking. thing. Uh, I've so drinking. I finished off a bottle of wine. I'm on this now. And uh, I've also got a fire, uh, shot of Fireball. And it's going to be consumed at the first casting of Fireball or the equivalent spell thereof. And today it's dedicated. Well, actually, uh, Lauren, why don't you help me out with uh, who it's dedicated to or what it's dedicated to? So... This shot of fireball I've taken over because it is dedicated to Catherine Crane. Catherine is the artist behind the knife horse that you are all uh, about to face. And she drew this months ago, I want to say. So she works for Codename Entertainment. She's one of the artists behind uh, Idol Champions and Crusaders of the Lost Isles and Idol Champions. She's the one that does the, um for their Extra Life game, every single, Extra Life game, for their Extra Life event every year. She, uh, you can donate to her to have a character or multiple characters or multiple other things drawn into this big epic thing, this big epic art piece, um, which is always amazing. Uh, anyway, she put this piece of amazing art out and i said holy cow i'm making that into a DD monster and even back then because this was literally months ago i kind of knew when it was gonna show up and she said sure so uh go check her out on twitter she is awesome it's tay art monkey t-e-h-a-r-t-m-o-n-k-e-y she is the reason that you are fighting this horrifying creature which is awesome because she drew it and she's awesome so that's why i'm stealing the fireball shot because the thing you're about to fight is awesome. Carlton, what are you drinking? Uh, tonight, I have a uh, By Bubbles uh, Jamaican Blood Orange. You know, trying to do the whole stay home thing. I'm running low on my stock of weird beverages, so I'll have to make a, a run soon or place an order through uh, your friendly local delivery service. And so hopefully we'll have some new fun, fresh things coming up soon. Hey, Blood Orange sounds good. I have no transition to fighting from that because I don't want to make a blood reference so uh, our blood's yeah. not orange our blood's red yep so i gave a brief description about what was going on and where everybody is but to relay out what's going on as as we are literally about to roll initiative carlton jonathan and bucks are currently hiding is the wrong word strategically placed i will say 
in a tiny hut next to the three buildings that are the the place where most of the students would sleep when they come here for their training. There is a tree line. And on the other side of the tree line, we've got Bernie and Shadow on the ground. And up above them... Uh, 40-ish feet in the air is Travancore riding one of the two giant eagles that he has just summoned. What were the names of these giant eagles again? Do you remember? Uh, I want to say Montgomery and... Ward? Wentz. (laughs) (laughs) I think, yeah, Montgomery and Wentz. Okay, Montgomery and Wentz. And out of the trees... These horrific knife horses have just oh, appeared. It's Cunningham and Wentz. I have to look at my notes. My bad. Ah, Cunningham and Wentz. That's all right. When they die and you have to summon more, you can rename them whatever you'd like. As for the moment, five of these creatures have appeared. I believe they are large. So, yes, they need to be a bit bigger. And as I make them a bit bigger, we can all roll initiative. Bernie, what's yours? Five. <laughs> All right. And Carlton? Uh, soft 20. And Travancore? 16. Carlton, what is your dexterity modifier? I am a plus three. Okay, what is your dexterity score? Uh, my score is a 16. Well, crap. Roll off? Yeah, roll off. Go ahead and roll a d20. Don't, don't add anything to it. Roll I rolled off. A 10. <laughs> <laughs> roll off. Roll off. Roll off. Do, 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 do. do it again. Do it again. I rolled an eight. If you roll an eight, I'm going to be really impressed. Wow. Oh, there we go. All right. Ba, ba, the ba, knife ba, horses will wow. go before it. Wow, that was amazing. That was okay. hilarious. That was funny. What is Bucks' initiative? Oh, right. All right. What's, while he's rolling, what's Shadow's initiative? The regular score is six. Sorry. Okay, so you got a six. And what was Bucks? Eleven. Eleven. Okay, I think... I think we got everybody. Let's take a look. Yes, the knife horses go first. That is that is not really their name. I've given them a different name, but I mean, look at them. They're knife horses. So when they appeared, they're all in the trees that are in this tree line. The tr- It's a very spotty tree line. There's maybe only a tree here or there, which is why you can very easily see through from where those that are in the, the tiny hut to where everybody else is. However, these creatures, as large as they are, they're thin and gangly and the the spikes that are their legs, and they do have more than four legs, are like embedded into the sides of these trees. And they're kind of hanging on like spiders. And so as they swarm forward, they are supernaturally fast. Bernie, you're about to be surrounded. Uh, Why'd you have to say the spiders? Oh. I know, I know. In the in the call, Bernie's as they're coming towards, they're going to be like, "Yeah, so this went really about as well as could be expected. Could you get out here?" Uh, we'll work on it. Do we, Carlton? Get out there. There are knife horses with bone tails, and they're like a unicorn, but the worst thing in the world. Oh my god! Oh god! They're so fast. They're very, very fast. One of them, however, cannot quite get around the others. So only four of them. There are four of them that are able to get into combat. The fifth one, despite being super fast, can't seem to get around in time. So let's start with the two that are on shadow. Each of these things are going to rear up. They're going to try to spear shadow with spear legs and then go for the sting. So there are three attacks. First attack with a spear leg 
is going to miss. Second attack with the spear leg. Uh, that's a 23 to hit Shadow. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay. It, Shadow is going to take... Shadow's going to take 23 piercing damage. Whew. And then the tail is going to whip around. Uh, it's going to be a 24 to hit. Yes, that'll hit. Okay, he's going to take 13 more piercing damage, plus 18 poison damage. Uh, and I need him to make a constitution saving throw. Good thing he has advantage on saving throws. Ooh, that took a lot of damage. Oh, gosh. Well, that's not going to matter. Um, 11 is the high roll. Uh, sadly, he is now poisoned for a minute. Oh, boy. Yeah, he can repeat the saving throw at the end of his turn. That's the first one on Shadow. Here comes the next one. <laughs> first no. spear leg. That's a 28 to hit. That'll hit. That's a 19 to hit. That'll hit. All right, he's going to take 30 points of slashing damage between the two. Yeah, he's down. He's down. All right. As he goes down, it's going to... It looks like it wants to jump over Shadow's body and go after Bernie, and it can't quite get to Bernie. Was Shadow in the call? Uh, yes, Shadow is in the call. All of your animal companions are in the call. I don't feel so good, Mr. Travancore. Why? Jack, no, hold on. No, <laughs> stop, stop. Not too late. Too stop. Late. No. Why? Are you okay? God damn it, Jack. Are you I'm okay? I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. He Did just, you expect Jack to do anything less? He made, yeah. he made a Spidey getting disintegrated joke, and I don't appreciate that. I, I do. <laughs> Bernie, two of these knife horses are coming for you. Yeah. Yeah, why the fuck not? Man, we'll just both lay on the ground in a pile of snow and excrement, because that's what happens when you die. Here's the first one is going to roll a 29 to hit and a 20 to hit. Dirty 20. Well, yes. Yes, Lauren. Oh, does a 29 hit? What the fuck world do you live in that you have to ask? <laughs> the one in where I'm never sure whether somebody is going to have a reaction to something. All right, so those are going to be uh, two spear legs are going to hit you for 30 points of slashing damage. Cool. And then cool. here comes the. Cool. Fortunately, the tail is a natural one. So it's at this point that the one that down shadow tries to push on through and it actually they collide with each other and it knocks the tail out of the way. And then the other one is going to go. That's a 15 to hit and a 16 to hit. So you've got chainmail on, which is an AC 16. And then you're wearing this, the Phoenix shield, which gives you a plus one. So your AC is actually 17. Hi, friends. When you level your character up, it pays to pay attention to things like these. I did not. Yeah, your your AC seemed super low. So good. So good. As, thank you guys for remembering I had the shield that's on my character sheet, but I forget about. So I would like to use said reaction. You can definitely use the reaction. It's good news, bad news. So because your AC is a 17, those first two hits don't hit because it was a 15 and a 16. The tail still hits because that rolled a 27. So this you can use a reaction for. Let me finish the sting first and then you can do your reaction. So you're going to take 13 piercing damage. And I will also roll a con save for you. Is that what's going on? I'm going to need a con save and I'm going to give you some poison damage in a second, no matter what happens. So you're going to take 16 poison damage and I need that constitution saving throw. Uh, 14. 14 just makes it. Oh. So yeah, you have this moment where you watch Shadow go down and you're getting pummeled by these horrible bone white fiendish horse creatures but you still manage to resist the poison that now is 
coursing through your veins, but uh, doesn't do any extra damage. What's your reaction? Uh, my reaction is a d6 fire damage. Okay. And is there any save on that or does it just happen? I think it just happens. Okay. Three. All right. This thing takes three fire damage and it looks very hurt. Singed. It looks like that fire hurt. Oh, fire yeah. bad, fire bad, bad, bad. Bernie, just all you hear from her is you hear her say, shadows down, fire bad. It didn't take extra damage, but it took the damage. I'll put it that way. And that is the end of the swarm of bone horses. Who's next? I believe that's going to be me, Carlton. All right, so I will emerge from the the tiny hut. Are they surprised by this? No. Okay. Uh, I will then, not realizing that they are further than I anticipated... I will chuck. The Are half- you surprised by that? A little bit. Uh, <laughs> I have 45 feet of movement. I didn't realize that we had put our tiny hut so far back. I will chuck the halfling's exit at the bone horse that is kind of lining up with uh, Bernie right there. Uh, first bonus action, I'm going to rage. Okay. So that teleports me. Okay. A 20 to hit. That does hit. Uh, so it'll be a total of 14 magical piercing. Okay. By the time you finish teleporting, it has dissolved into a weird puddle. It's as though all of the bones... Bernie, you actually get to see this. All of the bones just disassemble and drop to the ground in a pile and then begin to bubble and boil and seep into the ground as it's destroyed. Glass cannons, huh? Yeah, I was gonna do the thing. Maybe I'll wait. Cool. I have just enough movement left then to run around over uh, to this one and take a raging swing at it. Okay. Uh, how does the oh, crit do? It does hit. Go All ahead right. roll damage. Cheers to that. Uh, do I have to separate the types? Um, No. Travancore, you're on deck. And I'm going to say, well, we're waiting for this damage. It's a lot. I okay. know it's a lot. As you do the math, Travancore, in your head, you hear a familiar voice. That says, did you want to talk? You could have just asked. Uh, so that's a total of 61 points on this crit. <laughs> okay. Holy crap. You get to see this one disassemble and turn to dust in front of you. Anything else? I look at Bernie and I go, I just mouth the words, sorry. And Bernie's, Bernie's like doing that thing where she's like literally holding pieces of her together and she goes, no, this is poor planning on my part. <laughs> <laughs> and Travancore, it is your turn. We'll have cupcakes later. All right. Um, Travancore is going to basically hold his motion until his both well, until one of his uh, eagles moves. So we've ruled that the eagles are on your turn, right? So the, their movement would count as my movement, basically. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. So uh, he ha- they have eighty feet of flight movements. Thank goodness. So Travancore is going to fly up an additional 20 feet, just straight up, and then okay. going to use another, I guess, 30 or 40 feet to get about there. And I can't sculpt. Well, it doesn't really matter at this point, as long as I'm far away from Bernie. You you watch Shadow go down, and you know if you're going to do something that would damage a unconscious creature, they will... The role-playing is it will make them die faster. The mechanics are they will uh, fail death-saving throws. Right, right. I'm trying to get as far enough from Shadow then. Let's see. One, two, three, four. Yeah. As well with my flight speed, I have 80 feet of movement. That would be 160 squares. All right. So Travancore, furious, you know, about the loss of his bear and then even really isn't going to use his usual arrows. He's going to cast Conjure Barrage and he is going to, a 60-foot cone, he's 
like up in the air at, at these remaining three. Instantaneous, you throw a mountain match, they have to take a dexterity saving throw, so I'm going to fire an arrow through the the, the barrage, basically, and uh, they have to make a dex saving throw. Alright, so one of them rolls a 10, Fail. one rolls a 13, 14, Fail. one rolls a 17. Okay, the 17 saves, and the other two fail. I'm going to say the northernmost one is the one that's saved because it's not next to anybody, so it has a little more room to move. So the two that are directly next to Shadow fail. All right, so they're going to make take three, die eight, and then half for the one that's saved. So that's okay. going to be a total of 13 damage for the two, and then I okay. guess another six for the, for the one. Not sure. as much as I might have liked. <laughs> However, the two that failed their saving throws as they are barraged by your angry arrows, disassemble and turn into a pile of goo on the ground. Okay. And the other one, uh, so Cunningham's one I'm riding. Wentz is going to banana around and try and pick up Shadow, like grapple Shadow, like his body, with his talons and carry him to safety. has to heal Shadow, so taking him far away from her might not be the best course of action. That's true. I forgot that all the guys are off of you now. I was thinking about what I was going to do when you were surrounded. It's all uh, right. I appreciate the fact that you were planning ahead. All right. Well, I don't want to waste an eagle. I know that his AC is not super high. So, okay. Can Wentz. dive bomb? I was going to say, they can fly by. That's true. Let's see. Giant eagle's attacks are... He has multi-attack. Why not? And he's going to do a multi-attack. Let's see. Okay. First, the beak. I feel like whenever someone clicks rolling and... We're way down the rolling. It's like when in Captain Marvel when they're watching the uh, watching the CD Romlo and everyone like, what are they doing? And Fury is just like, it's loading. It's loading. Uh, nine to hit. <laughs> Does not hit. Bounces. Uh, or no, I'm gonna say the beak comes down and this creature just moves with such speed that it totally misses. All right, talons then. Okay. Fifteen. <laughs> Fifteen does not hit. Oof. It dodges again to the side. Just like in the real world, Wentz might get injured. <laughs> All right. Wentz is going to stay there? All right. Then he's going to stay put and uh, probably take a hit from Jadavian Clowney. All which right. Is I've named this. Uh... <laughs> sure. Uh, it is Bucks's turn. Bucks is going to fly to the west. And as he goes, he's going to ascend. So he's going to come out of the uh, bubble. Jonathan, the, and, and he's just going to, uh, he's just going to look around. He's going to see if he can spot any invisible fuckers. Go ahead and give me a perception check. Uh, it's going to be a 16. He doesn't see anything invisible, but there's something in the trees. He's not sure. It's almost as though he sees the trees moving in a way as though there's something. It's not something invisible on the trees. It's as if something's on the other side of the trees from where he is. And if he had just gone to the other side of the tree, he might see something. Uh, but his perception is good enough that he can see the way that the trees are moving is as if Something is landed there? Something is... It's not invisible. It's just something's there. Oh, oh. So, um, I have spotted something possibly moving from the trees. Oh, uh, I don't... I don't have see it exactly, but I will endeavor to... to, uh, to find out what it might be. Just a word of warning. Ooh. All right. And then it is Jonathan's turn. Jonathan the Magimuscular, when he hears about the other creature's dying he is actually going to stay in the bubble but while he does that did he hear someone ask if they wanted to talk if we just wanted to talk we might as well ask no okay only travancore heard because that he said. 
run, everyone running out as soon as the, at the first sign of danger is like shadow going down was bad but everything else is dead and jonathan the magic muscular doesn't want to reveal all of our cards just yet but you sent bucks out but he sent bucks out bucks is looking around jonathan the magic muscular is going to use his action to cast crown of stars on himself all right so he has that ready but you're staying in the hut yes okay i need shadow to make a death saving throw we wait with bated breath Oh no. oh, no. Oh, no. But he has advantage. He has advantage. So, oh, well, it doesn't oh. matter. Uh, six. Shadow's breathing becomes a little more shallow. Mm. Bernie, it's your turn. Okay. Okay. It's fine. Everything's fine. Bernie says that. She's going to crawl over to Shadow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's going to say, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. I'm fine. We're fine. Every Everything's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, and even though she actually doesn't need touch to do this uh she is going to um she's gonna cast mass cure wounds so both her and shadow can not die (laughs) okay (laughs) probably good my god okay so everybody gets 14 points back but as i said other shit happens so my healing spells are two plus the spell level added to the hp gained so that's plus seven which is 21 for shadow but also for me any healing spells I cast also heal me. So is it like I get an additional? I always thought it was like I get an additional seven. Yeah, you get the 21 yeah. plus the additional seven. Okay, yep. yeah. So I get 28, which is good. That's good. It's not everything, but it's good. And from what I understood, it's been a while. When you heal somebody, it's just like you're healing them from zero back up, right? Even Correct. if they're okay. they don't The only time we worry about negatives is if a creature takes damage that is more than negative their total hit points. So if you have uh if your maximum hit points are 50 and you take damage that would put you to negative 50, that's when you that's when you just die outright. However, if in like in this case, if you just drop below 0, then when you heal, you start at zero and you get hit points from there. There's no there's no more going into negatives unless it is more than your maximum hit points. So yeah, so whatever you just healed, Shadow gets all of that back. And then as a bonus action, I'm going to cast my thing. The thing, you guys know the thing, spiritual weapon! I, I didn't right. want to say it, but I, I, I felt it coming. What does it look like and where do you want it? So it looks like a claw cracker. <laughs> okay. Sure. Uh, and she wants it in flanking with the eagle. Okay. And she's going to cast it not as a level two. We'll we'll cast it as a level four. We'll just it's a, it does it does a good amount of damage as a level four, and it's it's a claw cracker, and I just want to kill this thing. Okay. And so we're gonna crack some claws. Sure. Go ahead and roll an attack. Thing. That's what I thought of when I thought things that could hurt bone. I don't know. Works for me. I'm not always creative, friends. It should just be a big bottle of calcium deficiency. 26 to hit. 26 hits. Alrighty, 20 points. Of- <laughs> <laughs> this creature, as you crack into its skull with your spiritual weapon, just like the others, it magically disassembles. It's, it's it's as though whatever was holding all of the bones together just dissipates and it falls to the ground in a pile, bubbles and boils and begins to seep into the ground. Is there anything else you'd like to do? I think that's everything besides moving. Would I know if Shadow's 
Does Shadow still have poisoning? I mean, he like died. Ish. He went down. He probably still has the poison. He probably still has poison. Oh, Let me look up. I'm poison. gonna be spending the rest. Do conditions of this clear fight. when you go unconscious? I, uh, I got actually. Up they might. Poison creature is disadvantaged on attack rolls and ability checks. I don't think it goes away. No. Cool. So cool. he is still poisoned. Oh, uh, this but this is. Fine I will cards. say. Yeah, this is the kind of poison in where it's he's not taking damage. He is just going to have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Cool. Yeah, we'll deal with that. I can deal with that. I was just like, I'm going to be healing this bear for the rest of our combat. I mean, that may be true. But okay, so are you moving or are you staying there? <laughs> Am I move? I mean, what? yeah, we're going to hang here with the eagle and the claw cracker and the bear that's has half of its organs on the ground. It's fine. It's all fine. It's totally fine. Which is why at the end of your turn, when four more of these things appear in the trees, Bucks, because he is looking in that area, because he kind of saw something, but he wasn't sure what. And it was as if he was looking at the wrong side of a tree. And it's as though these things are coming out of the bark. It's as if they are being either teleported or growing out of the side of a tree. And Bucks is the only one that sees this, but I'll say that he's able to kind of let you all know what's going on. And four more of these appear and take up positions. And so on this turn, so we've got a red, a blue, a green, and an orange. How smart are they? They're not dumb. All right. They're not dumb. I like that. Because you didn't say, oh, they're smart. You went, <laughs> they they have they don't have a negative to their intelligence. Let me look at I usually take a look at their intelligence to decide how smart they are about tactics in general. And so uh they are smart enough. Ooh. This is fine. So they once again, four more of them swarm out of the trees and with supernatural speed with these six spiky legs gallop practically all the way to you. Carlton is going to get flanked. Bernie just has two on her. So we'll start with Carlton. Yeah, that's fine. Bring it. Dirty 20 to hit? Yeah. I love how stoic you are about it. I've been doing this for what? Five years now? How long have we been playing? I've been playing for as long as you have, and I just threw a tantrum for 20 minutes about it. That's fine. I'm the one that always gets hit. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Like, this is, I'm the one, tank. He's a little more used to getting hit. The other one is going to be a 26 to hit. Uh, 26, yes. Okay, you're going to take 30 spear leg damage. Is that piercing? Technically slashing. All right, well, I'm still resistant to that, so. So I know. Uh, then here but comes if it were the t- actual spear leg damage. I'm like, I'm not resistant to spear legs. Well, that's the attack. That's it's two spear legs are coming, and then the tail comes around. That's a 28 to hit. Uh, yep. You're gonna take 13 piercing damage. I need you to make a Constitution saving throw, and you'll be taking poison damage. You're gonna take 16 poison damage. Uh, 21 for my Constitution save. All right, you succeed. The second creature is gonna attack you, Carlton. A 21 to hit. 21 hits, yeah. And a 29 to hit? Yep. Uh, it's going to be 30 slashing damage. And here comes the tail. A 28 to yep. hit? Another six. Uh, you're going to, yep, you're going to take... Uh, another con save? Uh, yes. Uh, 17 poison damage? And another 25 for the constitution save. Sure. Bernie, the two on you are going to come after you. They do not have advantage on these attacks. Uh, that is a 22 to hit. And a natural one. So one of the spear legs is going to get you for 15 slashing damage. Ugh. 
And then the other spear leg, once again, it tried to get into flanking and it kind of tripped over itself. And that's why it wasn't able to hit you with that second leg. The tail is going to come around and hit you for a natural 20. Oh, oh. I'm going to drink. Bernie. So you're going to take 21 piercing damage. And then my spirit shield will help negate 11 points of that. Okay. You're going to take 36 poison damage. I'm down. Oh. You're down, down? At zero? Yeah. Yeah. Bernie just says, oh, and she falls. She goes, oh. And she just falls down. Which means the final one is going to move over to Carlton. That's right. And continue to wail on Carlton. So, two more legs are coming at you. That's a 21 to hit. Yep. That's a 29 to hit. Yep. That's 30 slashing damage. And the tail comes around for a 29 to hit. Yep. 13 piercing damage. And I need another con saving throw. Yep. Coming at you in a second here. 13. You're going to take 15 poison damage, and you are poisoned. All right. And these creatures are done. Carlton, it's your turn. All right. I am poisoned, so that means I have disadvantage on my attacks. Disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Okay. The uh, Seeing my beloved Bernie go down throws me into an even more blinding rage than I'm already in, so it means I'm going to be a little reckless. And I do have... Ten tins of popcorn. No. Uh, cool. I do you have could cake. attack with popcorn if you really want. to. No, I do to. have healing cupcakes, though. But I've got you more important things. Also of healing cupcakes. Yes, I was double-checking to make sure I have those. But I got to get to Bernie first. And you are currently surrounded, and there are there is a large creature in your way. Oh, also, Bernie, sadly, your spiritual weapon goes away when you go on cards. <gasps> so... Not the claw cracker! Sorry, claw cracker. 24 to hit. That hits. And no separation, right? Correct. 18 points of magical. That one... Turns to dust. All right. Second attack going on to blue. Okay. Uh, crit. Does 55 damage kill it outright? Or do yes. I need to like do... The, okay. No. I'm not even going to bother <laughs> trying to redo all the math. Cheers to that. <laughs> Thank you. I, I was... If it happened again, I wasn't... Unless you want to do all the math. No. no. It, they don't have nearly that many hit points. All right. As you've probably surmised. Hey, guess what? Action surge. Okay. Action surge. Uh, 21 to hit. Just hits. 13 points. That one goes down. And I have my final attack. 20 to hit. So that'll miss, right? No, that will hit. Oh. That is... Nice. Uh, 21 points. Carlton, in a (laughs) blind rage, (laughs) destroys these creatures as he is a whirling dervish. Go ahead and actually you describe then, like, what's this last attack look like and what do you do next? Like, I get surrounded by these things and I hear Bernie's, like, last gasp of air and, like, when she goes, oh... And I see her go down, like, between the skinny legs of these things. And I just take Storm's Fury, and I kind of, like, point it to the sky. And, like, lightning starts, like, vaulting out of it. And I just start hacking and slashing my way to her. Uh, and eventually coming up to that last one, bringing it down with all the fury of Thor, if there was such a thing. Uh, and so that the lightning starts going through, shattering the bones from the inside out. And then I will... Lay a cupcake right next to Bernie because I am out of actions and it's an action to feed a cupcake. I was about to say, yeah. So you pu- you pull. I'm gonna say you you don't put it down. You but you pull it out and you have it at ready. Somebody put it in her mouth. Travancore at the top of the turn, you hear a familiar voice in your head that says, "Or we could just keep doing this." Travancore says, "Be right with you." He should have just enough movement from the eagle to be able to fly down and to Bernie, put a hand down to her, and cast Cure Wounds at the fourth level. You absolutely can. Go ahead and roll it. 
Here we go. Uh, and Bernie should get 24 hit points back. Oh, thank you. Bernie, uh, you come back to consciousness. You and Shadow both looking a little worse for wear. For the moment, we are out of initiative. Bernie's going to look at Travancar and say, You're doing real good with that, buddy. Real good. You, there's room for improvement, as always, but you know, you're doing just fine. Just fine. No, no, you're just fine. Bernie, here, I said there would be cupcakes. And I hand, I'm uh, like presenting you a cupcake. What kind of cupcake are they? Have we ever established the what flavor they are? Uh, they're the healing flavor. They're the healing flavor. I'm going to say that they are all of your standard flavor. Nothing exotic. Red nothing, velvet. The, the standards. Chocolate, vanilla. Oh, I'll, uh, I'll let you do Bernie just the, I'm red velvet one. Yeah. She deserves <laughs> a red velvet. I would say red velvet is essentially just chocolate, chocolate with a lot red. of food. With I'll, so I'll much let you color, even you maybe go strawberry, but yeah, the, the purpose of those is a little little less fancy and a little more utility. So Imagine Bernie's going to gobble will, it. A little Debbie's Hostess cupcake, oh, but, God, worse. but worse. I love little Debbie's. I oh, know, man. that's why, like, but they're very basic, and the point is not, you know, delicious cupcake. The point is, I need sugar in me now. The point is hyper-processed food. Uh, so, Bernie, they're just the, they're the basic healing cupcake, so it's 2D4 plus 2. I'll take anything. Six. You know what that brings me up to? 30. I'm still grateful. 30 is better than nothing. Absolutely. Can she... We're out of initiative. Can she go ahead and do some healing? It's up to you what you would like to do. There is currently not any enemies in sight, and we are not in initiative. Okay, she's going to do prayer of healing. Takes ten minutes. And she's in the in the call. She's going to look at Travancore, and she's going to be like, and for everybody, I guess, because she doesn't know what's happening, she's say, I need ten minutes. I need you to keep us safe for ten minutes. Yeah, she'll cast it at fourth level, and she'll try to... Travancore, how long do your eagles last? I think it's an hour. Let me double check. Why don't you look that up while Bernie does... Conjure animal. Let's see. It is conjure. It's just conjure. Concentration up to an hour. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, these creatures go away. Bernie starts to do her prayer of healing. Jonathan, what are you doing at this moment? Kind of waiting, like... He had cast his crown of stars and thought he was going to be running out there, but then everything's dead. So he's just like, still here. How long does crown of stars last? An hour. Okay, good. I've got stars around my head. They haven't seen this yet. This is correct. Jonathan the Magimuscular is sitting in the... Yeah, Jonathan the Magimuscular is sitting in a bubble going, so I kind of cast a new spell on myself. And I, I, long story short, I have stars circling around my head. Little stars. What would the rest of you like to be doing in this moment as Bernie continues to cast Prayer of Healing? She told me to protect her, so I am protecting her. In the um, Telbon, I let everyone know that uh, you know who has talked to me. I, I assume it's the Yugala, the Ultraloth, that reached out to me. What did you say? Same voice. He said we could have just talked. No, no. What did you say? I said be right with you. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to expand on that, Travancore? Well, I needed to buff. Well, I need to ban heal Bernie. But before I talk to him, I talk to him, and I need to let you guys know that he wanted to reach out to him. And, and hey, guy, if you're listening, you know, I'd rather I'll have all four of us talk to you rather than me by myself. I don't think he deals with that, so. Well, that's on him. But anyway, I would say I would converse with him now. How long has it been? I just need to know when I can safely roll the healing. I will let you know. It has okay. been about two or three minutes. Let's wait till we're at full strength. 
Travancore, as so you have this discussion through the telepathic bond, what are you doing? Are you staying there? We know Carlton's staying there. What are you and Shadow doing? Because if you play coy, he could send more of those things after you guys. He could just decide, well, they don't want to talk, so more monsters. Okay, well, yeah, so D- Travancore's going to take a defensive stance, and Shadow is as well, around Bernie. And then he's going to say, and I'll say, say, say this out loud, duress does not make for a good, good faith negotiation. And in your head you hear, you made a promise, and you broke it. There's no more good faith. Tell, tell, <laughs> tell him Bernie broke the promise. I don't think we hear this. No, only Travancore hears this. I sort of lay in the telebond what he says verbatim. Bernie's like trying to like do this and she's like, you didn't break the promise, Travancore. I broke the promise. That's how this works. It's where the loophole is. Bernie broke the promise. I didn't break any promise. I, I was healed against my will. I didn't agree to it. I didn't consent to anything. I, she had me out there. She cast a spell. I'm not in a position to stop her. Roll a deception check. Here we go. Because you kind of did consent. Here we go. Hmm. 13. You shouldn't hang out with friends that are going to circumvent what you've agreed to do. Those aren't your friends anymore, are they? Okay, I'm not waiting to roll a check or a safe throw or anything yet, am I? No. I mean, you don't have the geese on you anymore. So this is just a conversation that's being had as far as you know. So the guy who extracted a promise from me under duress is going to lecture me about friendship. There's no lecture. It's just an explanation for why this is about to happen. Bucks see something moving in the trees. Oh, oh, I see something again in the trees. And two creatures appear. Oh, bless Bay. As they step out. Yeah, so Bernie, unfortunately, you do not get uh, your prayer feeling off. I will say, because you haven't finished the spell, you do not need to spend that spell slot. Thank you, Lauren, for... <laughs> Large. Oh, you're huge. Okay, I need you to be one more. From the east. And it's weird. Once again, what Buck sees is movement as though something is coming out of the tree. And then all of a sudden, there is a massive red and brown shaggy creature with giant tusks and a huge snout as it lumbers forward making this horrid (laughs) as what can only be described as a mammoth appears seemingly growing out of a tree to the east is a humanoid figure a large armored figure carrying a spear in black and red and the red you immediately all see is blood specked armor the the helmet has these giant curved horns on it and the pauldrons are covered in spikes the area around it uh for those of you who are close enough which would be everybody except for jonathan you can smell the brimstone and the death that comes off of this thing and it points at you and says something in abyssal if you speak abyssal, well, it's not one of mine. offer it at gnome school. Celestial undercommon, necronic undercommon, so druid elvish giant goblin sylvan. Nope. It says something in a horrific language that, Bernie, it makes your spine quiver, but none of you understand what it says. We can all roll initiative. 
Are you looking for a D&D podcast that'll make you laugh? How about one that'll make you cry? Sweat profusely with stress and anxiety because of a flippin' mule? Taking Initiative is a Dungeons & Dragons 5e actual play podcast with an audio drama feel. These episodes are scored, character-driven, and filled with utter bullshit. Mostly because of Nick, let's be honest. Featuring special guests, the Venture Maidens, D&D is for Nerds, and more. Plus, we're in Wizards of the Coast podcast of series. Welcome, everyone. It's your pal, Ray Ray. That was an interesting time you had, Nick. I pat the horse on the rump. Thank you, great grandfather. (laughs) (laughs) He just said his hopes and dreams. He didn't cast a spell. You gotta get down deep and lift from the knees. So that's the only big organ he has. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Taking initiative. Look us up on Twitter at TI underscore pod and on our website, takinginitiativepodcast.com. We here at Dungeon Drunks are huge fans of Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. It's a Dungeons & Dragons strategy video game that brings together D&D characters from novels, adventures, and multiple live streams into a single grand adventure. It is so much fun to put together a formation that includes champions from Companions of the Hall, High Rollers, C-Team, Beyond Heroes, and more. I usually have the game running in the background while I edit audio for the show, and thanks to the fine folks who make Idle Champions, we're fortunate enough to be able to offer a free gold chest to all of our listeners. This week's code expires on May 24th at 8pm Pacific, so open up your game, go to the shop, and type in this code. S-N-I-T-T-H-R-O-Y-I-L-L So use that code and then let us know on Twitter or Instagram what goodies you got. And now, enough of the loot drops, back to the show. Hey! Hey! Guess what? I'm going first! (laughs) Are you though? Hopefully. (laughs) What's going to happen is uh, me and the monsters are going to tie again, and then we're going to tie again, and tie again. Probably not, but we'll see. Okay, I need Travancore. 25, but that's a natural 20. Oh, oh nice. Uh, and Bucks? Bucks gets an 18. And Jonathan? Jonathan gets a 5. And Shadow? That's actually a 10. And Bernie? Bernie also got a natural 20, but hers is just a 21, so maybe she's going second. And Carlton? Uh, that'll be 18. These guys did not roll nearly as well as my dexterous knife horses. Okay, as they appear, Travancore... You you get to go first. Maybe it's because you hear this voice say that. And so you are the first, as much as you're relaying what you're hearing from this creature, it takes a second. And so you're already looking and waiting. And so you're more prepared. What do you do? Hunter's mark on the big boy uh, facing uh, Carl- near Carlton. The mammoth? The mammoth, yes. Sure. And uh, using my feet, it's for sharpshooter. And I'm going to take my penalty, but since I'm rolling before the bad guy, I get advantage on this attack. So here we go. Sure. Hey, a 29, but that's a natural 20. <laughs> that yes. definitely hits. All right, so now I have to do all this crit math. Did you roll? You rolled a natural 20 and a 1. Yeah, so best of times, worst of times. Jeez. Very Dickensian. That's going to do 28 plus another 6. Okay, max damage for Hunter's Mark. All right. Yeah, you nail this mammoth. And while it seems to, it's a powerful hit, it's obviously just now been hit. Where do you nail this thing? I think right in the tusk. 
That's going to be a very painful place for it to hit, like, probably. And when it gets hit in the nose, like, it disorients them a little bit. So I would think the same would apply for a tusk. All right, so, like, right at the base where the tusk and the the, uh, shaggy hide meet. And it just buries itself right there like a toothache. And it it trumpets in pain. Anything else? Six bases straight back. Okay, you're not getting on the eagle? Uh, the eagle should be gone, I thought, because you said it's they only been five minutes and you said it's concentration up to an hour. So oh, the eagles yeah, are right. still there. Oh, OK. And it was up for only 10 minutes before the thing happened, I think. So, OK, never mind yeah. then. All right. I'm hopping on this eagle. And I think that's uh, actually Wentz. So I'm going to ride Wentz for a little bit. And we're going to ride another, I would say, 20 feet back and 30 feet up. OK. I'm going to leave you to keep an eye on how much your elevation is. And then, oh, Cunningham has to move, too. Oh, yes. I don't yes. know if I want to do anything with him or not. Oh, yeah. I know what he's going to do. He's, Shadow's not doing great, so he's actually going to swoop up and grab Shadow. Sure. <laughs> and he's going to pull Shadow back to the same spot that Travancore's at. All right. Travancore and Shadow mount eagles. <laughs> and I fly away. I feel fly, like, eagles, fly. I feel like more like the eagle mounted Shadow and then, like, get... It's carrying him away. It's like, oh, God, you're heavy. You know, I feel like I need one named Jalen at this point. That's a inside draft joke for you, for all five of you. Did, so did that actually happen yet? Yeah, they drafted Jalen Hurts as okay. the, the number two pick. <laughs> and with that, with that non sequitur, Bernie, at least in game, it's your turn. She's going to do mass healing word at fourth level. Okay. So that's going to be 11 plus 6, which is going to be 17 for everyone that's not me. And it's going to be, thank you, it's going to be 23 for me. Okay. Which is still not awesome. I'm at 53, but it's what I got. As a bonus action, um, she's going to, just at second level though, recast that spiritual weapon. Actually, no, we're going to cast that at third level. What does it look like? It looks like a mass extinction event. <laughs> what, what is the physical manifestation of a, a mass comet? extinction like a, event? A, a, comet. a giant a fucking comet. It's a comet. <laughs> looks it's like Bernie's casting meteor swarm first. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Lord, that is a Cenozoic creature in the Mesozoic era. <laughs> well, it's yeah, also technically it's not like, extinct. To be fair, Bernie said a mass extinction event. Not necessarily so it could be the... one of many. Yeah. yeah, it looks like whatever your favorite mass extinction event is. It could look so like just a, a guy, comet. just a human being. It it's could just look... a guy with a blunderbuss. It could look like yeah. It... Where would you like to put it? She's gonna mass extinction its ass. That's what she's gonna do. All right. Usually at this point, I apologize because I've had a hard day, but actually it's been a really good day. Guys, I just, it's quarantine. I It happens. All right. And now she's going to shove a comet up its butt. That's a 28, motherfuckers. <laughs> that, hits, that hits the giant mammoth. Go ahead and roll damage. All right. It is going to be, it's going to be 2d8 plus 5. So it's not going to be a lot of damage, but it's still going to be damage. And that makes me feel good. Sure. 11. It's fine. Well, I mean, it's not fine, but it's not dead yet. But yes, you do definitely do damage with your mass extinction event. Uh, Would you like to move or are you done? She's going to peace out and go back. Uh, Not necessarily directly where they all are, kind of off to the side. She doesn't want to be in the line of any like weird why, you know, she's going to go. She's going to go like 25 feet in a like north west direction okay 
Yeah, yeah we'll that's good. Back away from Carlton, and it is Bucks' turn. Bucks gets a message from Jonathan the Magic Muscular in a panicked voice telling him, Bucks, fly straight up right now. And Bucks is going to, his head is going to cock up and he's going to fly straight up uh, 120 feet. Okay. He's going to double move? He's going to double move. All right. He goes straight up. And as he flies out of communication range, he sends Jonathan the Magic Muscular a worried owl face before the signal cuts. Okay. Do you say anything else to him? No. All right. Carlton, it's your turn. I'm going to run up to this mammoth into flanking with, what do we decide? Big mass extinction mass event. Extinction. Uh, anyways, Matt, with mass extinction, I'm going to re-rage, and then I'm going to- Re-wage! Start- re-wage! Uh, and I'm going to start swinging away. Sure. Because honestly, of all the mass extinction events, the thing that makes Carlton the most angry is systematic extinction due to overhunting and <laughs> hey, Lord. habitat destruction. Hey, Lord. Absolutely. That's another crit. Oh All my right. god. Oh, go I'm ahead and roll damage. I, I'm so happy. Go you, ahead and roll damage. Do you need it separated? Uh, no. Uh, that'll be 50 points total on that first hit. Okay. It looks super hurt, and it is trumpeting at you in pain and anger, but it is still standing there. Well, I got another one of these. Hey, uh, Lauren. Okay. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> I'm the Crypt Master. Sure. Oh my god. I mean, that's kind of what I was built for. Crypt Master. There's nothing that built you for luck in order to roll that many crits in one game. All right. uh, Second swing will be a total of 59 points of magical. All right. Describe in gory detail the death of this mammoth with two critical hits on it. So I see this thing and Carlton's like, I want to fucking ride it. (laughs) (laughs) So he like jumps up and the first sword hit is actually just impaling into the head of the mammoth. And he, like, swings around to the top of it and pulls out the sword. And now he's up on top and he grabs a tuft of fur. And, like, right at the base of the head, he plunges the sword in again, like, severing the brainstem until this thing comes crashing down. And can I do an acrobatics to try to ride off of the tusk and, like, land? Like, surf off the tusk? Or can I just do it because it was two crits in a row? I'll let you do the acrobatics check. I'll say that because it's two crits in a row that you can get on top of it and do this thing because it is a massive creature, but I do want the acrobatics to be cool getting off of it. Eight. (laughs) (laughs) That's about right. (laughs) Yeah, with an eight, you want to Legolas this thing. (laughs) But it dies quicker than you expected. And so you end up sliding in the snow on your knees. And it would be cool, except that's not what you expected. So there's a lot of arm flailing and sword flailing as you slide back to your spot on your knees uh, and then get back up. I'll stand up. <laughs> and then, yeah. Anything else? So that was 10 feet of movement. 30. I'll move into melee with the big guy to kind of lock him okay. down. Sure. Anything else? I have a bonus action. No, I bonus action was re-rage. So yeah. I am good. All right. It's Shadow's turn. Shadow is currently being held by a giant eagle. Oh, man. Bear I don't know. He's one. flying like an eagle. No, it's yeah. Air Force One. Force. I don't know what? if he's close enough to Travancore to be able to aid Travancore on his next action. He's close enough, but to aid Travancore on his next action, what, tra- what Shadow needs to be is next to the 
it depends on what Travancore is trying to do. If he's trying to help Travancore hit a creature, he needs to be next to that creature. Uh. If you want to do something else, I'm willing to listen to your what you want to do. But if you 38 want 38 points of health. Yeah, that's exactly why I don't want Shadow like in combat this range, this 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 round if possible. And Travancore doesn't want to like I want to say waste healing on Shadow, but like. There are other ways to bring Shadow back if he goes down to zero, so... I don't know, Shadow's gonna taunt the other one. He's gonna use a bear taunt. He's gonna be Sassy Shadow. Sassy Shadow, yes. Okay. What's the other one look like again? Yeah, what, giant red armored dude. A giant red armored dude is, yeah. So this is a large creature, so even bigger than Carlton, a humanoid fully in plate armor. The face is covered by a wicked helmet that has a skull on the front and then these giant curved horns, four of them. The armor itself is black. And from a distance, it looks like it's black and red, but uh, Carlton and Jonathan before you, and and you could see that the red is coming off of blood splatters, and it's holding onto a, a curved, wicked-looking spear that is as tall as Carlton. And it's standing almost impassively, although you can't see its face. So you have no real idea what Wait, it's thinking. Wait, the or... spear is as big as me? Yes. I want it. Well, <laughs> you have to take it from him first. It is standing there. It's holding on to the spear in one hand and its other arm is just at its side. Carlton has decimated this mammoth and run up to it and it didn't even flinch. But once again, you can't see anything about this creature. So you don't know what's under the helmet. So Shadow's going to say, <laughs> which roughly translated means... You came a long way to be set on fire by me. Okay. Good job, Shadow. <laughs> That's all I got. It's not uh, bad. Oh. Shadow doesn't taunt. I don't know if you know this or not, but Shadow doesn't taunt his enemies all that often. He doesn't. You hear, but Shadow hears Bernie's voice in the telecast. She's going, you're doing, you're doing great, sweetie. You're doing wonderful. Yeah, buddy. You hang in there. <laughs> Say the meanest thing that comes to your mind. Too soon. Okay, so that's the end of Shadow's turn. Sadly, this creature, uh, although none of you would know this, does not speak whatever language Shadow is speaking. So all he hears is a bear up in the sky. Ra <laughs> <laughs> ra! No one understands you, Sky Bear. <laughs> sky Fire Bear, Fire Sky Bear, Fire Festival Bear. Yeah, but he doesn't know the bad guy. Bad, he doesn't know that Shadow's a fire bear yet because he doesn't understand a fire bear. This is true. All he does, all he knows, true. is there's a bear in the sky. I need. Jonathan, Carlton, Bernie, and Travancore to all make wisdom saving throws. Hey guys, guys, this is what I'm really good at. I actually well, you've been rolling natural twenties all nights, so we'll see. On is it magical? It is a charmed effect. Oh well, then I have advantage on this check. Yes. Here we go. Bernie, what'd you get? Oh shit, that was incorrect. That's nope, <laughs> nope. Well, okay. Here's so, what I do. You roll the 17, take the yeah. 17. Yeah, okay. Plus the 17. 10, which is a 27. All right, you succeed. Bernie is not charmed by this man. She's grumpy. She's all cold and wet. And there's nothing this person can say to her because there's still a lot of open wounds on her body. Fair These enough. These wounds, they will not heal. Travancore, what'd you roll? Uh, somewhere between a 12 and a 12. That is a failure. Carlton, uh, what'd you roll? 15? 
That is a failure. Jonathan, uh, what did you roll? 26. A success. Carlton and Travancore, you are currently charmed by this creature. While charmed in this way, the your speed is zero. Uh, if you take damage or at the end of your turn, you can try to save out of this. And you can't attack this creature. So a charmed creature can't attack the charmer or target the creature with the charmer with harmful abilities or magical effects. It has advantage on any ability checks to social interact with you. And you your speed is currently zero. So wait a minute. It lifted up its helmet and gave the smolder? It did nothing. It was like, I'm just mysterious and sexy. Don't you want to be- Unless the did it. I hear much of the smolder in my household. My kid is obsessed with Tangled. <laughs> it, as far as you could tell physically, did absolutely nothing. Travancore, for the purposes of your speed is reduced to zero, because you are currently charmed by this thing, what I'm going to say is that you do not instruct the eagle to move. So the eagle is going to stay where it is that you are currently riding. And Carlton, you are just enamored and standing there. Jonathan, it's your turn. All right. Huh. Well... Let's, uh, I guess, the wizard's out of the bubble. So Jonathan the Magimuscular is going to charge out of the bubble. Okay. <laughs> Shit, you've been in this bubble the whole time, I forgot. He is going to send a fourth level magic missile into the back of this thing. Okay. So that Go is going to be... roll damage. Travancore and Carlton, you don't get a save at the end of your turn. You only get a save if something happens. If Got I take... It. Okay. It's a total of 19 force damage. Okay. And then Jonathan the Magimuscular is going to uh, reach up in a fluid motion, grab one of the stars, and then chuck it at the uh, at the guy. Sure. Okay, 25. 25 hits? All right. 27 more damage. What kind of damage is that? Uh, first one was four. Second one is radiant. Radiant. Thank you. Okay. Anything else? Uh, the bubble kind of disappears behind him, and he is... Jonathan the Magimuscular has engaged. <laughs> sure. The darts of force slam into this plate mail this creature is wearing. Your crown of stars hits it. The body rocks a little bit just from the impacts, but it doesn't make any sounds. Doesn't express any injuries as far as how it uh, reacts. It seems to be injured in Carlton. You can see that it takes that damage, but uh, it is still just standing there. Travancore, you are... So you cannot move your speed is zero you can't do anything against this creature but you are not stunned so if there's anything else you would like to do you can take actions and you are not dominated so okay. you do not have to like it's not making you attack your enemies or anything you just can't move and you can't attack this thing can i reach shadow not at the moment, no, because you're on top of one eagle and Shadow is under the other eagle. So I'm going to say we'd, you'd have to wait for Shadow's turn so that Shadow could have his eagle move up to you. But I'll let you hold an action if you want to hold a healing for that to happen. I'll do that. Okay. Uh, you're doing that. Bernie! Bernie's going to cast an oldie but a goodie. Since it's got a lot of range, she's going to cast Guiding Bolt. And she's going to cast it as a third level. 28. That will hit. All right. And so it's third level. It's going to be 6d6 radiant damage. 
I hear 66 every time I hear 6D6. It happens a lot. I hear the same thing. I know what it, what's actually What if it ends up being 66 radiant damage somehow, even though it can't be? Uh, it's 25. It's 25 radiant damage. Yeah, it slams into the, the plate mail and leaves a horrible radiant scar. And the, um, the mass extinction event can move 20 feet. So okay. it's going to move the closest 20 feet it can get. I think it, here is the, here's the closest 20 feet. So it's going to be right here. Are you moving at all or are you staying where you are? Bernie's going to hang out there. Okay. It's Bucks' turn. Bucks is 120 feet up in the air and on his own. Bucks is looking worried at the battle below. He steals himself. He's going to dive bomb and end up right behind Carlton. Okay. Yeah, I'll say if he double moves, he can end up right, right. behind Carlton. And so, unfortunately, that's all he can do. And okay. as he enters communication range, Jonathan the Mad Muscular sees this, like, Bucks, what are you doing? And all he gets back is an image of, like, Determined Owl. Okay. Determined Owl appears. Carlton, it's your turn. Your turn. Same thing. You can't move and you can't take any actions against the creature in front of you. Because I am charmed by him, right? Yes. You're not dominated, though, so you you just can't attack him. I, I, I look at him like, you come here often? Like, this place is great, right? And I'm like, hey, guys, this guy is not that bad. You know, we're going to hang out for a while. I might as well get a little health back in second wind. Okay. Try to course on the shop and say, dude, I know. The fuck is wrong with you guys? You hear from behind the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else besides second winding? Nope, I'm just going to get nine hit points back. Okay. And your rage does go away. That I'm aware. It's Shadow's turn, and so I'm assuming what you want is the eagle to move Shadow into melee with you, Travancore, so that you can do the healing? Basically, yeah. He has 30-foot climb speed, so that should be more than enough to get close enough to Travancore that he can, like, kneel up to him or just move him up. And then at that point, he's going to cast Cure Wounds at the, was it the third level? Yeah, third level. And Shadow will get 13 hit points back, so he'll be up to whatever 38 plus 13 is, which um, is 51. 51. Yeah. All right. It is this creature's turn. This creature turns its back on Carlton and walks away. Bye, friend. Up to Jonathan. Jonathan? Oh, dear. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. All right. Uh, let's see. What what do I have in... Uh, I'm checking to see if I have not used any of those. I did use those earlier. I'm actually going to use the favored cloak. Okay. 26. For a moment, your friend comes walking up to you and then you kind of shake your head and realize no this isn't your friend this is some horrible creature from some other plane of existence and you are uh you manage not to be dominated and it's going to continue to stand there looming over you it's your turn jonathan the magic muscular is going to look at, up at him and say hi he's going to draw the dagger of banishment and try and plunge it into his chest okay Ooh. go ahead and make an attack now he's going to use luck. Lucky, <laughs> lucky, damn it. One more. This is super important. Okay. Uh, so that was two lucks down. I'm going to guess that whatever, uh, let's see, Leonard's Exile is, oh, I actually did have a plus, a plus uh, 10 to hit. So 18? And 18 just hits. Yes! Oh. You plunge your dagger towards this massive plate-mailed creature and what I'm going to say, because you had to use so much luck to get this to work, it hits and it just goes, dink, and then you manage to move it 
and then slide it under a plate. So you, when you first hit it, it doesn't work. And then when you move it, it doesn't work. And then you just manage to worm it under a plate. All right. So what happens? It has to make a save. Uh, yes, I believe it's a DC 15 charisma save. Okay. It's got advantage on this. And it, does it do any damage or is it just... Well, have does to make he have save? advantage? Because it's technically not a spell. It's as the spell, but it's an ability of the dagger. Yes, but he has advantage on uh, saving throws against spells and other magical effects. And this is a magical effects. I wish that worked on the, went on the player side. Because like it, it's like... It, anyway, that's bit me bitching. <laughs> you can come <laughs> sit next to me. The purpose of this dagger is to banish a creature... And it did roll a natural 20. Yeah. So sadly, as epic as your ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching was, it stays standing there, impassively looking at you. Jonathan the Matromuscular says, awkward, and disappears. <laughs> when you disappear, is that you've gone invisible or are you misty stepping? Misty step. So, foop. Okay. And as he does so, it's like, um, one more thing for you. And he throws a, uh, <laughs> no, wait, the misty step was his bonus action. Never mind. I was about to say, I don't know what else he could do. I, well, it used to be that you could use, in fourth edition, some teleportation effects were move actions. So that means you could still minor, but not in this edition. So Yeah, nope. You no think minor I'd standards. to it. I play a lot more fifth edition than I do fourth edition. Listen, we all have different stuff floating around our head. It's fine. Travancore, it's your turn. You are still charmed by this creature. You can't move, but you can take an action. Hmm. Let's see. I don't know what Travancore would do. More I mean, healing. as far as Travancore More is healing. concerned, he can't yeah. move, and there's no enemies about. That's true, that's true. So Travancore could bleeding. probably cat. Well, I don't think Travancore would have to go to Bernie to, to heal anybody. Like, and then other than Shadow, he's the only person he could put healing into. So I don't want to burn another spell slot for Cure Wounds if other people are going to need it afterwards. On the other hand, if I cast it just on, like, the second level, let me see if I have any second level spells left. Now I have to track spell slots, now that I have a whole bunch of spells. Um... <laughs> Let's see. But when it's just Hunter's Mark, yeah. Oh, that reminds me. So apparently Hunter's Mark is a concentration spell. And I had the Conjure Animals, which is also a concentration spell going. So oh. I don't know. Eh, yeah. Don't worry about it. We know it okay. now. So your heart, well, your Hunter's Mark is gone anyway. You haven't had yeah. anything Hunter's Mark. So right. we will okay. remember that for next time. But All right, for so now, not a big deal. Cure. He's going to cure wounds. Uh, two diet plus two for Shadow again. He can help Shadow. He can't just, just hurt that dude. Shadow's going to get another, oh, three points back. But Shadow gets a reaction. So, I think Shadow sees Travancore just dumping healing into him when his friends are attacking. And I think Shadow's been a part of this crew long enough to know that something's up. And I think he's he would know, at least, how charming he is. He's going to try and shove Travancore with his paw. I don't know if it's going to be a straight attack or a, a claw, really. I'll let him do it because you're all in the call. So I'll say that Shadow can understand that you and Carlton have been having this. Yeah, this guy's great. While Shadow is looking at this guy going, what are you talking? What are you talking about? This is not a creature that is our friend. So yes, if he would like to make an attack against Travancore, he okay. absolutely can. He's going to mark it as non-lethal because he loves Travancore very much. Okay. And I've, this is the first time I think I've ever rolling a track against myself. Let's see. Oh, really nice. A 19 will hit Travancore, though. 19 will hit Travancore. Go ahead and roll damage. And then Travancore, because you're taking damage, you can make another wisdom saving throw. Travancore is going to take 13 points of damage. Okay. And I get to make a uh, wisdom saving throw again. You get to make a wisdom saving throw. 
I get advantage again, so that's good. 21. That saves. Shadow literally knocks sense into you. How does this look? It's the end of your turn, so you're not going to be able to do anything, but what what happens? Dravacore, it is not like you to just hurt your, help your friends and not hurt your enemies. Snap out of it. <laughs> and he just kind of clumsily bats a claw at Travancore's, like, maybe his clavicle, like, between his shoulder and his neck. And Travancore goes, ah! And it's just like, he looks at Shadow's like, thanks, buddy. And Bernie, it's your turn. Okay, Bernie is going to cast Bless on everyone. How close does everybody have to be for you to hit them oh, with Bless? God damn, it's gotta be 30 feet. Okay, how does she, first she's gonna move. Sure. Yeah, she could. you could move there. You could move way closer to where Carlton is and be within 30 feet of everybody. Yeah, she's going to get in a 30-foot range. Thank you, dog. She's going to cast Bless. She's going to cast it at second level, so she's just going to get all the people. Uh, sorry, Shadow. And then taking a leaf out of Shadow's book, after she casts Bless, she's going to have the mass extinction event come... Ah, she can't do it. She's going to whack Carlton with the mass extinction of it. But but it can't quite reach him. I haven't moved close to Carlton. Okay. Why not put it closer to the other thing so Bucks can try to get me? Because she has a feeling the other thing's going to come to you. Okay. Anything else, Bernie? That's that's all she's got. Hey, bless is important. It is Bucks' turn. Bucks is going to attempt to sink his claws into Carlton. Okay. Go ahead and roll an attack for Buck. The most adorable attack. It's only going to be a 10. It's not going to be enough. Sorry, Carlton. That's Buck's, cool. uh in it ineffectually scrambles at your hide. <laughs> and you're like, ooh, nice back scratch. It's like, it's like he goes anime with this little call. It's like... but And you get a very nice back scratch. Uh, uh, is there anything else Bucks would like to do? Uh, seeing that he was not effectual... And seeing the <laughs> the meteor approaching, uh, he's going to <laughs> fly away 60 feet. <laughs> All right, Carlton, it's your turn. There's, you are so such, in Bucks' mind, at some point in his celestial existence, he was a primitive bird. And he remembers seeing the comet approaching and going, huh, that's interesting, before the bright, and then he was back in the <laughs> celestial realm. <laughs> see, see, in my head, it's like, it looks like everyone else's, like, it's a mass extinction event. So to some people, it's a comet, but maybe to a bird, it is a Victorian woman coming at him for her hat. <laughs> <laughs> or like the pilgrim with the blunderbuss. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Carlton, it's your turn. Lauren, since they are kind of tiny, and I could normally take two attack actions, can I attack my own face with some healing cupcakes, like, double-handed, and eat two you cupcakes? Can... No, because eating a- taking a potion, essentially, is an action. It's a full action. It's a full action, yes. I'm, yeah, and I'm aware. I just wanted to see if I could- It's a fun- it's funny. It's super funny, but no. So, yes, I'm going to eat my healing cupcake. Alright. While he's doing that, what's Shadow doing? Shadow, who is pleased with himself because he's broken Travancore out of this this stupor. Uh, I don't know what Shadow can do. He still has a lot more hit points, but he doesn't have control of the eagles. Travancore does. So... I'm going to say Shadow has control of the eagle that is carrying him. Oh, so that's exciting. If, <laughs> if he would like to have... Here's how I'm going to explain it. Shadow, Shadow is connected. Fly. Eagle fly. Yeah, Shadow is connected <laughs> to you, Travancore, and you can relay that that command. I'm going to basically count this as a mount. Hmm. Okay. Let's see. Because it's more fun that way. Feet of flying speed. 
All right, but he's about uh, 20 feet up in the air, roughly. So five. Oh, oh, this is fun. This is what Shadow is going to do. Shadow, being the uh, the bear that wakes people up from being charmed, is going to command. Uh, he's riding Cunningham now. Travancore is riding Wentz. He's going to command Wentz to uh, to swipe Tra- Carlton in the back. So the eagle can't attack. I can say the eagle can move, but the eagle can move so that Shadow can arrive and attack Carlton. I'll, I'll yeah. put it that way. So he's going to go for a claw on a non-lethal. <laughs> sure. No, lethal that shit. <laughs> Make it hurt. And Shadow right. kills Carlton. Yeah. Oh, no. What a twist of fate. And then oh, Bernie no. got... This is just like how my dad died. <laughs> oh, but he... was... no. oh no! So, uh, oh, I didn't actually hear what you said, but um, maybe that's for the best. Um, so yeah, Shadow rolled a nine. Okay, but God. doesn't Shadow have multi attack? Oh, that's true. I probably should have did a bear. I don't think you wanted to bite Tra- Carlton. He's but gonna clearly, bite after it's, the claw it's come to this. It's come to this. Twenty-four. There we go. That hits. <laughs> All right. Uh, roll damage, and Carlton, go ahead and make another wisdom saving throw with your bless. Uh, yeah, Carlton takes 12 points of biting damage, piercing and, damage. And take 12 points of shadow damage. I uh, took oh. 12 points of shadow damage. Now you're bite. down to 80. All uh, right. And bless, bless, bless. My bless. Bless, bless. 14, which is less than last time. Ow, shadow, why would you do that? You are not broken out of the charm just yet. Oh. Sorry. I'm assuming the that's saved all the barbarian's bane. <laughs> uh, it is this creature's turn again. He's going to do that. Jonathan, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. For fuck's sake. 23. You do save. Uh, he is going to move up to you and once again stand impassively there as the blank eyes behind this skull mask bore into your head, but this time you shake off whatever commands he's trying to get you to do. Jonathan, it's your turn. Jonathan the Muscular, being out of several tricks, says, hmm. They were good tricks. You're hard to get rid of. Bye. And he just disengages and then moves. So, And as he does so, he now takes one of the stars from his crown and tosses it at him. He can do that as a bonus Bonus action? Bonus action, yes. Okay. All right. Go ahead and roll your attack. Uh, He rolls a uh, natural one and a tree next to him explodes. Why, why did you miss the guy? What happened? Uh, Jonathan the Magimuscular doesn't take the disengage action option as a someone who is trained as a uh, more, let's say, martial wizard. Mm-hmm. He, the idea of disengaging, like, even though he knows it's fine and his in his brain, he knows that it's sometimes you need to do this. Somewhere in his soul, the idea of retreating is just offensive. He's he's the guy who keeps saying, I'm not retreating. I am tactically repositioning, but you know you're retreating. Travancore, it is your turn. At the beginning of your turn, you hear a voice in your head that says, oh, this is fun, isn't it? Well, I'm having a blast. Come on over and see how much fun it is. What would you like to do? You are no longer charmed, so you can move and you can attack this thing. All right. So Travancore is going to attack first because his arrows can get it just about anywhere on this map. Yes, they can. All right, so, but he's not going to do, uh, let's see, well, that should be good enough of, to, to hit him, I think. No, nothing special. Uh, 32, just one point shy of a crit. <laughs> well, wait, but 
you're using Isolgal, doesn't Isolgal? No, but like, no, I'm saying like if it, it, one push went up on 19, 19 or 20 for Isolgals. Oh, so you it's rolled an 18. an 18. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yes, that yeah. still absolutely hits. Okay. So close. I miss. I misunderstood. I uh, I recently rewatched Lord of the Rings the theatrical cuts and Isildur throw it into the flame. We watched that last night. <laughs> nice. It's on, it's on our list because uh, Katie's never seen it, so we're gonna watch it. That's coming up soon. Okay, ten points of damage. Sure. And so basically, Cunningham is just a man out, so he doesn't have an attack or anything, right? Because Shadow's riding him. He is currently, so the way that I'm working it is he is your mount, so you can use him as movement. If you do want to get next to this creature, your mount could attack, but it's going to put both of you, like, unless oh, you no, somehow get oh, off of no, him. Oh, no, no, I'm a, I'm a Dexy boy. I'm a ranger. I don't want, I don't want any, anywhere near him. <laughs> okay. No, what I was thinking of using the shadows uh, mount to, uh, to attack Carlton again, <laughs> to try and knock him out of this charm. Then yes, absolutely, because I will say that the way I'd pictured it was that the eagle dropped Shadow off, but was still there. So if, if your eagle would like to claw at, Sh- at Carlton, absolutely. Let me actually see if the giant eagle has multi-attack. And if I kill you, Carlton, I apologize. Nah, we're fine. Giant eagle. All right, here we go. He does have multi-attack. He doesn't. <laughs> so I, I will also say he doesn't have to multi-attack. So if you attack once and it works, you don't have to do the second attack. Well, that's good to know. All right, here we go. Um, First one attack. Miss. 15 to hit? Nope. Uh, 18's your number. All right, here we go. Well, that's not going to work either. Mm. Hey, All right. cutting in. Out of here. Get, get. But Shadow has a reaction, though, right? On your turn, he does. Let's if you'd like keep to keep going. <laughs> 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 does it have to be physical damage? Or can, can, at can Shadow just, like, nudge him or shove him or, like, lick him or something? Uh, he does can. Have to attack? He can, but he, um... I need to take damage to be able to try to shake. Carlton doesn't know that, but I will say, Travancore, you having had personal experience, you think that Carlton has to take damage in order to get the opportunity to shake off this thing. All right, Shadow. 26. There we are. Yay! All right. Go ahead and roll damage for Shadow. And Carlton, give me a wisdom saving throw plus plus. I'm going to say that was a bite. Uh, Seven? Because I... (laughs) Ow, Shadow! And 13 damage. You take 13 damage, but you are... Friend, he is not your friend, but I am, even though I am attacking you. You keep biting me. He has not hit me once, Shadow. This is Bad Bear. Bad Bear. And I boop him on the nose. Like, (laughs) just like a little flick. Shadow is booped. Bernie, it is your turn. Wait, did he make his save? He did not. No, I've got a natural one. You know what I just realized? That one, I had blessed, but but more importantly, I had advantage when I threw that attack at the thing. Because oh, it was getting guiding bolted. Yeah, I'd forgotten. Well, we'll find out on the next attack whether that makes a difference. Bernie, what's your what? What do you do? <sighs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. There's a lot going on. I'll be nice and say that it's still guiding bolted for the next attack against it. Bernie's gonna bonus action first. Twenty feet gets it to this. She's gonna take the mass extinction event. Move it next to the creature. Move it next to what did I cast this as? Third level, Fourth level. right? I did fourth. I thought yeah. the first time you the cast first it, one was is fourth. fourth. The, the second, second, oh, the second time. Okay. Yeah. That's a thirteen. Wait for the bless. I don't know if that's going to make a difference, but but also it's the first time it's attacked since the guiding bolt. Oh. So you do get advantage. That's true. Oh. Thank you for remembering my own spell. 
26 to hit. 26 Huzzah. does hit. Go ahead and roll damage. To hit. Okay, 13. Uh, this thing is still standing, but its its armor is looking pretty wrecked, and it's it definitely takes that hit. In which case, we're gonna we're gonna guiding bolt it one more time. Sure. We're gonna guiding bolt it just that it's a normal guiding bolt. That's fine. Sometimes you just cast things at their level. Never. You must always cast at max level like a warlock. Always. Yeah, that, that fifth level shield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does a 28 hit? 28 definitely hits. 28 definitely hits. And that's still 46 radiant damage. That's nothing to sneeze at. No, Guiding Bolt is never anything guiding to sneeze bolt's at. Amazing guiding Bolt's a great spell. spell. It's one of my favorites. I love Guiding Bolt. It's a solid, solid she option. She says as it probably like comes up with like all ones, but it's fine. Well, but that's not Guiding Bolt's fault. That's the dice's fault. <laughs> 16 points of radiant damage. Yep. Yeah. Bernie. I'll take a little. Describe in gory detail yes! the death of this creature. Woo! Hooray! Bernie, Bernie has watched as everybody's just kind of punched Carlton in a massive effort to get him to pay attention. <laughs> and she was thinking about doing that, and she's just like, oh, no, let's just kill this thing. And she's tired, and she's, like, missing half her health. And I've always wondered, like, given it was all kind of slashes, I assume that Bernie is just, like, bleeding out. So she's, this would look so much cooler if she had effort to make it look cool. And so she just kind of, like, throws a hand out, and she goes, pew, pew, pew. And and guiding bolt comes out of her hand and slams into this thing, and it just goes like it. It kind of all the uh, all the armor rusts. All the armor, all the the blood on the armor turns to rust, and it like the weird knife horses that it attacked you before. It seems to collapse in on itself, and if there was anything inside the armor, it is now gone as the armor pieces itself fall to the ground, rust bubble and dissipate and she's gonna walk up to carlton and she's going to say okay buddy and she's going to he was my friend i just met him and that guy sucked yeah i will say now that this this creature is gone the charmed effect goes away yeah it's like in the middle of me mourning him like wait a minute he was an asshole that guy sucked yeah there's it wasn't a concentration thing but i think that that makes sense She's going to cast heal on Carlton. You know, right. I was just thinking that the... Oh, thank you. I was going to complain about this thing having a, a spell-like effect without concentration. And then the wizard who is running a spell that doesn't require concentration around his head probably shouldn't be complaining about that shit. Nope. This this was an ability this thing had. Bernie, as you come walking on up, as once again, for a moment, there doesn't seem to be any active combatants. Travancore, in your head, you hear a very familiar voice say, you could just leave it on the ground and I'll let you all go. And with that, we'll pause there. Although, Travancore, you look like you're about to make a response. So if you want to say something in response, but then we will stop. I'd hate for it to get lost. Why don't you come here and my buddy can show you his special pocket. He keeps things. And with that, we'll pause. We'll pause there. (laughs) And that's how Carlton shoves an Ostroloth up his ass. That's not a sentence I ever wanted to hear. Ever, 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 ever. Came out weird. I meant like, like I wanted him to. Nope. Nope. Leave it. Leave it. It's done. It's done. It's done. It is what it is. It's done. Damage is done. All right. (laughs) Next time we get together, we will pick up right 
here, no time will have passed, although you will not be in initiative. And we'll we'll see what happens. But first, let me give you a bunch of experience for surviving a fight uh, that Shadow almost died. Bernie almost died. I mean, there there was there was a lot going on, but you're going to get a ton of experience. And thank you once again to Catherine for your awesome knife horses. Thank you, Catherine. Thanks, Catherine. Thank you. Knife horses. Do. For destroying eight, nine of those epically awesome horses of bones and terror. Also for the mammoth and for that strange, mysterious fiend at the end that you don't exactly know what it is, or at least you, the the four of your characters don't, you're going to get a total of 31,300 experience to split Whoa. between the four of you. Somebody so 25 each. That is because, you know, there was a lot of stuff. And the next time we get together, we will pick up right here as Travancore has told the Yugoloth off. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our adventure. If you've enjoyed our show, visit us at DungeonDrunks.com for links to all of our social media, pictures and bio of our cast, a full list of credits, and more. We'd appreciate it if you left us a review, and we would love it if you come support us on Patreon. Visit Patreon.com slash DungeonDrunks to sign up. Thanks again, and we'll see you next encounter. We appreciate all of our patrons, and extend a special thanks to our top-tier patrons. Thank you Megan, Lori, aka Calamity Jane, Sir Narvian Sailor Tweak, John Oddie, Linnea Boyev, and Hunted Shadows, LLC.